You are listening to the Apex Nutrition Podcast on Mountain Bike Radio. Hello and welcome to the Apex Nutrition Podcast. I'm Ben and with me, as usual, Kelly Jennings. Kelly, hi. Good, good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. So listeners, uh, you are getting a double dose of shows. Uh, we, I kind of spaced on some posting, but anyhow, so you're going to get two, two shows. Uh, hope you liked the last one. And, uh, this episode is going to be titled how to show up to your Super Bowl party without kale chips. <laughs> so basically <laughs> Kelly's going to give you some tips on how not to be that person, uh, showing but up, but still and, be healthy. Yeah, but still be healthy. So, yeah. uh, just a reminder. You can go to uh, apexnutritionllc.com. Um, I will also link all the links in the show notes. So if you're like, hey, where do I find Kelly's uh, blog? Where do I find all her stuff? You can always go to mountainbikeradio.com and uh, go to the show page there. Because on the show page on the right-hand side uh, or on the sidebar, I have her uh, her feed there too. Otherwise, you can go to Fuel Right on Twitter. Uh, Facebook is Apex Nutrition LLC. And what else? Yep. And um, yeah, just the website, apexnutritionllc.com. There you go. There right. you go. So five tips on uh, being healthy without being that person, bringing kale chips and basically <laughs> like, look at how healthy I am. And you guys are just being really gross. Yeah. So I'd be you- like, I'm only wearing natural fibers. I don't think that jersey <laughs> is cotton. Oh, yeah. So, okay, before we, uh, before we do that too, uh, so I was <laughs> off air telling Kelly last time before the Broncos Patriots game, cause we recorded right before that. Right. And, um, I was trash talking cause I thought uh, Tom Brady would have enough to, to get by the Broncos and yeah. he just got swarmed and had like two tenths of a second to actually even do anything. Um, so we kind of bet on that, and the bet was to get me to do kombucha finally. So I lost <laughs> that, and I'm going to make that. I'm traveling at the moment, so once I get home, I'll get that cooking. Um, it's not really easy to make kombucha on the road. On the road. Maybe that will be like in a year. I'll probably end up making kombucha too because I just should. But, so then I can say whether I like it or not, and we can talk about yeah. it. Well, uh, that, and that's the thing too is I want to the next um, the next time we record uh, – well, hopefully I've just started it so I can just do a quick blurb on that. Um, so for this one, we're going <laughs> to lay down a bet and well, it's just, a, can I, can I bet. say, yes. the, the, okay. So I've been, the, just so you know, people, I'm, I'm not like a bandwagon fan. I've been, I could post a picture of me uh-huh. when I was one year old uh-huh. in my Bronco getup. Like I, I was born into a major Bronco family, you know, born and raised in Colorado all of that sort of stuff in a small town. And if anyone knows anything about small towns, they tend to be like football towns, right? And so that was my life. My, uh, my younger brother only answered to the name John Elway for like a year when he was like two years old. We had to call him John. So just to give you a glimpse into my life. Um, so anyway, she's, Ben. She, start- can, she can talk football too. <laughs> and talk, yeah. We ended up talking 20 minutes off the air about she's telling me all this stuff. And I'm like, right. Because I, you know, I was the only girl in my family and it's man, kind of a tomboy. I love football. Um, so, so yeah, so, Ben didn't know what he's getting into. I don't think when he started trash talking, yeah, right, right, yeah. I Denver Broncos. Right. It's and, like, whoa. So I, uh, there's another little 
I mean, it's no big deal, not huge deal, but I, what's, what's the back? Okay. Be? So then I get this text from Ben. That's like, um, <laughs> let's oh, oh. change the bet to the Super Bowl after he loses. Well, and so I was no, like, I didn't mean ben, change are you it. I meant, track? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I meant addition. I'm, okay. Addition, addition, yes. not substitution addition. Right. So, yeah. um, so he's still going to make kombucha for us, for us to hear about. So that's good. So we're going ahead and doing a double or nothing for the Super Bowl. So you've all heard it. Um, for the Super Bowl, if Ben loses, he's off the hook, right? He doesn't. Well, that's no, kind of. Um, so if, so I'm sorry. If, if you so win, Carolina you're off. Wins. Yeah. Double or nothing. If um, he I'll loses, still make so, it. right? But we won't make as big of a deal about you mm-hmm. losing so bad. Um, but if he loses, the extra is he has to um, update his profile picture on Facebook to Miles, the the mascot for the Broncos. <laughs> And he can't tell any of his friends or family. He just has to do it for three days and just let them think what they want to think about it. Yeah, so, some, so are you going <laughs> to? And he's in You're probably going to do like, that anyway. You're what? You're probably you'd probably do that anyway. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm from Packer Country, so yeah. So that's you know, live in Denver for six years though. So right, you did. And but you know, and some people may not. There, there's no, some. They don't know. Yeah, between right. Packers and Broncos, they're not in, even in the same just, division, so it's too bad. But I, still. I'm just happy I didn't have to do the airport Bronco. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> yeah. that should be what it is. Maybe it should. You should have to like take a picture with it if you ever are here again. Yeah. And hopefully it doesn't fall on you. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's how this got went down. Yes. So that's what's going on. So if you want me to do that, maybe I should just maybe that should be the bet anyway. Is Miles which is the Bronco mascot Miles. And uh, the airport horse, like <laughs> one day, then two. Yep, that'd I'm just be adding to my own misery. But <laughs> you are. he's so he's, confident, though. Because and, and if you're wondering if you've you, never flown into Denver, the horse I'm talking about has red or what? Blue eyes or red eyes? No, red eyes. It's, it's scary. A big blue so horse and it has it's red like an iron horse. It's sculpture, and it's like no one here really likes it. It's it's scary. It's got red eyes. But the craziest part about it is. When the sculptor was making it, it fell on him and killed him. So it's like a scary horse, but then it actually is a scary ho- horse. Like, yeah. ugh. So if you're but flying to Denver um, and it drives, it's just as you're coming into the terminal. If you'd be driving from out from the west to the terminal. Yeah. It's weird. It. Yeah. yeah. Isn't Denver great? Okay. Yeah. So, so what if I did bring kale chips? Oh, if you did, okay. So it just Am depends I still on that your person. Body. Like if I show up with <laughs> kale chips because I really like them in like a six pack of beer, is that cool? Do you, do you have hemp seeds too, though? It, I'm well, just, no, just chia. <laughs> just chia. <laughs> chia baked right into your kale chips. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, this is this is the deal. So I go both ways on this because I love a good party, and even with the clients I work with who are like trying to achieve a race weight or a lean weight or just you know, trying to lose a few pounds, um, you got to still live, right? And so for a lot of people, I'm going to say, you know what? If you're staying on track all the time, most of the time, then go and enjoy that party without, you know, stressing out about it and that sort of thing. I build in cheat meals to every week with my clients that I work with. Um, but the other issue, especially after the holidays, and we've done series talking about the holidays, is that for some people who are really struggling and trying to lose weight, it's like every other week when they turn around, there's a reason for them to have to overeat socially or 
be around foods that they don't want to be around or, you know, that sort of thing. And it's tough for them. So it just depends on who you are. For some people, it's not, I, I think you should not worry about it and eat what you want. And if you, if that's kale chips, fine. But if that's also um, wings, then that's fine too. But for someone who is really trying to stick to it and doesn't want to kind of sabotage themselves every two weeks because you've got, you know, the holidays and then you've got things like the Super Bowl and Valentine's Day and spring break and whatever else. So it can just become tough for people. So these are my tips on how to still enjoy a party like a Super Bowl. And this could apply to all kinds of parties, but how to still enjoy a party without overeating or feeling super unhealthy, but also without having to be the person who's like, hey, everyone, I'm only eating kale chips today. And here they are. So if you get what I mean. Yeah. If you well, love well, kale chips, you know, it's not bad. Out. It's not bad if you do that. Just don't rub it in everyone's face either. <laughs> right. Okay. Don't be like, I'm a packer. Here's my green kale chips. Well, <laughs> or that that way. I was just thinking of like, well, <laughs> you would do that. I was just thinking that people like, uh, like the people who make a point of, uh, hey, it's a Super Bowl and I'm out riding and everyone, else, all you normal people aren't. You know what I mean? Like that kind right. of I just it's right like, revving it in. Like, I mean, <laughs> anyhow, go ahead. Okay, all right. So, party tip number one is anytime you're at a long party like this, where you know the duration is several hours, and of course with the Super Bowl, you know it doesn't even start anymore until like six o'clock Eastern. And people usually get together, you know, mid afternoon. So this thing could be like a six seven hour ordeal mm-hmm. um, that you're stuck with people like me who <laughs> get all intense about it. Um, so even though it's an all day and there's probably like this buffet type spread that you're at, the more you can still kind of see it as maybe um, a snack and a meal. Or, or kind of stay on track with eating meals rather than like an all-day grazing fest, the better. So you can still eat what's there, but it's just a matter of having a snack and then having a meal later. Um, this does a couple things. One is is if you limit it to like your one plate for dinner, you know, when it's time for dinner, you'll automatically just kind of control your portions. Um, but two is your body works with eating snacks and meals or, or just meals um, and then having a time of not eating in between it best. So hormonally, we're kind of set up to eat and then not eat and eat and then not eat. And you can take this, you know, day to day whenever you're trying to eat healthier, lose weight, um, but also at parties. So grazing tends to kind of disrupt our whole thing about, um, you know, glucose and um, glucagon and all those hormones that deal with blood sugars. Like it it messes with those. It also messes with the hormones that tell us we're full and then we're not full. If you just graze all day, you're not. It's funny how that used to be like the, the, Advice. Do it. Yeah, yeah. You eat a bunch of small meals, keep your metabolism like. Right. And then you well, start I- to think about it. It's like you're, like you said, your body naturally goes through this cycle. Right. And if you and disrupt that, it's you end up eating more. You end up eating more, and you're never full. And um, yeah, it's just not kind of how our body's designed. And I'm okay with the small meals as far as meal, then a snack later than meal. I, I kind of need that. I don't do well with just three meals a day. Um, but. And some people do. I go when I work with someone. Either of those are fine. But the whole like grazing all day, it's just um, you it, kind of psychologically it sets you up for failure too because you just don't see it as like a time to stop. And when I work with someone who hasn't doesn't remember the last time they allowed themselves to be hungry, I usually that's where we start. Like, no, hunger is an okay thing. And, you know, you don't want to be all hungry at your Super Bowl party. But um, what I'm saying is to just try to avoid the all-day buffet. And hey, you're going to be like the cool guy over there, cool gal over there, 
watching the games, watching the commercials without having to be stuffing your face the entire time. So yeah, there I noticed you go. the the big thing that I noticed is you can get into a pattern. Uh, I noticed it initially when I first uh, quit my job. So back five years ago or whatever I was before that I was um international tax specialist. So I for several years I worked for some of the big uh big four accounting firms and uh, uh specialized in international tax. And at work you would go through period like I didn't have I wouldn't have a lot of stuff at my desk. You know, I just eat, get to work, do my stuff, blah blah blah. And uh then when you get home when you're home all day, you have food constantly sitting there looking at you, right? Right. And nobody else to talk to. And <laughs> I love you, kale chip. Yes. <laughs> you talking to your kale chips. That's exactly my point. And uh, so you go through this period where you end up kind of grazing, and then mm-hmm. after a while, you're like, "Man, this is I." You know, then. Then you go and do something. Let's say you go and do something for a weekend and you, you know, it's a long Saturday and you go, let's say six hours between eating, right? Like you eat in the morning and then yeah. you go, you're going doing whatever. And then you're like, oh man, I didn't eat. And it's like seven hours later. Um, you notice it. I, it's weird. I don't know why I remember this, but you, you really notice how much you were grazing. And then I was like, uh, you know, at that point I thought to myself, I, I just had to like, I'm eating too much, you know? Right. And, and you that was lose my the- key is I, I realized at that point that whatever day it was that I was just constantly eating all day. So yeah. And ever and since then, I, yeah. You noticed it. I, you lose the intuitive eating whenever you graze all day too, because you're never hungry. So you just kind of lose the whole like food is fuel and I should eat when I'm hungry. And the, you know, with, with my plans, I, kind of help people set up a healthy eating pattern. But that's mostly because people are way off a lot. Like I said, they they don't remember feeling hungry. They're doing things like grazing or not eating during the day and then way overeating at night. So we set that up. But within it, we still want to have like a time of eating, a time of not eating. Go do something okay. else that has nothing to do with food. Feel hungry and then it's time to eat again. You know, and I, with my kids, I try to instill this too. It drives me nuts if we go somewhere for like an hour. My My oldest son plays indoor soccer and his games are 40 minutes. And so I haul everyone over there. It takes us like 10 minutes to get there. We get out. And right when the game starts, my kids want a snack. Like we're going to be gone for an hour total. And um, so I try to instill to them, like we don't always need food. We don't, you know, it's an hour. We're okay. So it's just interesting, like the whole grazing and, you know, it's different with kids. But um, So basically don't worry about that. With Just do your normal thing when you show up for the party. Is that what you're getting at? I, I'm saying try to see it as meals and snacks, not all day buffet, grazing buffet. Okay. Okay. Number two. Now, this might sound like I'm um, going back on what I said about the kale chips, but I still do make sure vegetables are available. And how is this different than kale chips, you might be asking? All right. A relish. Celery and carrots. Exactly. Those okay. go with wings. <laughs> Like so, no one's going to eat like they go with wings, like, you know, they're what make it not so hot in your mouth whenever you've eaten too many hot wings. Um, but like snacky little things like that, a relish plate, every time you bring one, like people eat it up. Um, and that does allow vegetables to be available. And then that gives you something to um, to balance out your meal. But it's not quite like it, it, I see a difference. Maybe not everyone would see a difference. But um, you know, you can have vegetables that are crispy and snacky and go with um, whatever else is being served 
without being a total like without putting it out there that everyone should have to eat some kale every day of their lives. Right. Wait. Oui. <laughs> Here's my uh, <laughs> chia powder that I mix in my, you know, I don't right. even know. I can't even right. come up with something. <laughs> okay. I'm sure we're highly offensive here. <laughs> that's fine. I mean, if somebody has a different opinion, that's that's totally yeah. cool. I mean, yeah. I'll listen to it. Just send me an email, ben at mountainbikeradio.com. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, we got some feedback this week about um, one of our previous episodes. I think we ended up talking a long time before we actually got, I, I think it is, you know, before we even got to the topic. And I think it was even before I even introduced the show. Um, <laughs> and I find that annoying in other shows when there's like a, a bunch of uh, advertising. Because I listen to Tim Fer- Tim Ferriss and uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, what's his name? Uh, the guy who does uh, MMA announcing too. Really popular mm-hmm. podcast, but they'll have like eight minutes of commercial, and uh-huh. that drives me crazy. But it's the same difference if it's just us talking about nothing too, you know? Yeah. Um. Anyhow, so we got feedback about that, and I, it's good criticism. So if you have, if you're like, I love kale chips, and that's the way I'm gonna <laughs> you guys are jerks, and you want to show up to the Super Bowl party when everyone else is drinking beer, eating wings, and like cheese with your feed zone cookbook, then well, that's your, I mean, that's your, you can do whatever you want. I'm not going to, you, you can. Yeah. And if you want to ride your trainer, well, what <laughs> is going on? You do it. You, yeah. you own that. Yeah. Own that. So okay. Whatever, whatever floats your boat. <laughs> blows, your, blows your hair back. Somebody told me whatever. Blows whatever, your hair back. Yeah. Whatever wind blows your hair. Or something whatever like that, scores yeah. your touchdown. Or that. Whatever. Or not if you're Peyton Manning because you can't throw it <laughs> Whatever sacks the other quarterback. Well, yeah. All right. (laughs) Poor Tom Brady. I, so here's the other part. That was ugly. I don't know if everyone, like, I think it's because they're both in the AFC, you know, and so the Broncos and the Patriots end up playing each other quite often. You know, we're on the losing end plenty of times with Tom Brady, but there's like, and he's, the thing is, is he's probably like such, you know, nice guy, all of that, but there's like hatred for Tom Brady here. Um, so well, yeah, the, cause, yeah, because he doesn't do Oreo commercials and you know. Well, just the whole thing, just the skinny pants, the so uggs, good. the yeah, the it's, it's it's I don't know what it is. It's everything, and maybe it's because people hate success, and he's an amazing quarterback. Yeah. Um, and but, the other thing for him, I it's like I feel bad because he was grinding all year with nothing. He was, and, and then man, he's like sitting in the sidelines. <laughs> Brock Osweiler's in there, and then he shows up. And he's like, "All right, guys, let's go to the Super Bowl." <laughs> sure. Um, I feel. I mean, it's cool because he's yeah. been, you know, oh yeah, years. But all it's of it. good that growth hormone helps him out. Oh my gosh! Oh my god! I'm surprised he doesn't have a motor in his. He's like motor doping like that. Oh, I saw that yeah. Facebook too. Okay. Anyway, though, you get tired of hearing the whole can't bet against Brady, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. All right. Next okay. One. I am wearing Uggs right now anyway. My feet are yeah, cold. But, <laughs> but I'm a girl and I can. <laughs> okay. okay. Sorry if anyone out there is wearing man Uggs too. <laughs> well, okay. Brown, so. Okay. So um, I just, I, if I made some noise, I was drinking some water. Yeah, I'm like drinking. three hours and my voice is like... <laughs> All right. Number four is generally at a party. Um, And this goes along with the not grazing is 
just remember what you're what you're there for and enjoy the company more than the food. Sometimes that's a, just a good thing to do at a um, like at a dinner party when you're out to eat. When you put that fork down for a while and you like take in the company um, and enjoy that, and it not make it all about food. I love good food. Um, you know, we live in like this foodie world now where everything's about making these like crazy great things, and that's awesome. But you can still enjoy a party. And focus on like the the people, the company, the the event more than just the food. Because sometimes things, when you step back, um, things become like completely centered around food. Um, and so that's if you're trying to not overeat, then then take in what else is going on. And number five is you don't have to ride your trainer during the game because the game doesn't start until like six. So. Get in some activity before then. You can, you know, if you, we just got like 14 or 16 inches of snow overnight. So oh, you, really? You got that much? Yes. I'm surprised we're not hearing plows right now. But it might be like they're not doing my neighborhood. Um, yeah, we got a ton, which is really fun. And school's canceled, all kinds of fun stuff today. Um, but, you know, you can ride, you can run, you can ski, you can do whatever ahead of time. So you can make it kind of a normal day before that and get in some good activity so then you don't feel like such a couch potato later. Um, and it doesn't like give you, you know, you don't want to make it like, oh, it's a free license to then just totally go crazy. But at the same time, that um, can kind of help you burn some calories and then you can enjoy the party a little bit more later. So that's what I got. Those are my five tips. So you don't have to, and you know, bet for the right team so you don't have to be a total dork when you go. And you don't have to bring kale chips. So to run down them again, number one. Oh, go ahead. Nope, I no, I was going to run through. Okay. Number one is even though it's a buffet spread, try to see it as like a snack and a meal or two meals depending on how long you're there. But try not to graze the whole time. Number two is um, go ahead and make sure something healthy is available. And something um, that's easy like a relish plate is great. If you like kale chips, that was just us wanting to make fun of something. So um, bring kale chips. But – Make sure something healthy is available so you have something to fall back on and kind of balance your meal out. Um, number three is – oh, did I skip number three? Uh, <gasps> ben, I skipped number three. Possibly. We got talking in number two or after number two. Yes. So number three. Oh, and this one's huge. I'm oh. sorry. Oh. The suspense of me and I screwed this one up. Um, is to moderate your drinking. That oh. – oh, and that's such a bummer, right? Well, that's listen like a no-brainer. So yeah, maybe you're already thinking, I don't know. But anyhow, go ahead. Yeah. So notice I didn't say like omit your drinking because <laughs> I'm I can't be that person because I like I like good cocktails and um I think we've talked about this before. Right. I try so hard to like a beer and I can't because I'm I'm like the kale dork now. So I have to drink cider, <laughs> which is good. <laughs> but like I live like soda now too. Oh, my husband makes so much fun of me because I live like, you know, we live in this like most everyone in the United States now. There's craft beer everywhere mm-hmm. and everyone is so cool. <laughs> and um, like I can't do it. I try so hard and I can't do it. So I love my hard cider. I love wine. I love all kinds of cocktails, all that. Um, so I'm I'm with you. I, I like drinking at a party. But here's the thing. One, this helps so much with hangovers too. drink a glass of water in between your drinks. This will cut down. You're drinking, you know, probably in half. But also, I, I think that that's the key to not having a hangover is to hydrate like throughout the night as well and drink a full tall glass of water in between your drinks. Um, but just realize what drinking does as far as overeating calories. I always call it a triple-edged th- sword, even though that's ridiculous. And there's no triple-edged swords. 
maybe the new Star Wars has some like triple edge lightsabers now that I think about it. But anyway, here's the the edges. One, especially like sugary cocktails or even, you know, those nice craft beers, they load on the calories. So if you're trying to lose weight, you're going to get like a meal's worth of calories in some of those beers and, and a lot of cocktails. So just realize that most everyone knows that. Number two is it reduces your inhibitions about all the other food, right? Once you start drinking, this does become like the all-you-can-eat chicken wing buffet, and you're like, oh, carrots, whatever. I'm eating all these chicken wings. Um, so just your inhibitions go into, you generally feel a little bit hungry, hungrier, and you just kind of keep doing it. Um, but number three, it can, especially like a, a binge type of drinking situation, it can make it difficult for your body to actually burn fat for up to 48 to 72 hours following the binge. And it's kind of like your liver has to deal with the, all this alcohol that it's um, kind of detoxifying your body and it can't oxidize fat. So it can really mess with your body's metabolism and ability to oxidize fat, even in, in subsequent workouts in the next couple of days. So, um, we did you know, it kind of gets you. In- we did a full rundown of that in a different show too. Yeah, we did. So um, you can go back and listen to that if you'd like. But, you know, th- those are just all the ways that the alcohol can do you in. So that's number three. Um, number four was to kind of, you know, get your head out of your plate and enjoy the company more than the food. And number five is to make it an active day before the game even begins. So okay. Okay. that's what I got. All right, listeners, if you have any questions or maybe tips that you have, <laughs> um, you know, it, it, this we're using this as a Super Bowl, but. You know, it could be any big day going. Maybe you have some party coming up like that later yeah. that night. Like any tips that you you do, uh, let us know. That'd be fantastic. Yeah. We'll share it maybe with uh, in the next show. Just say, hey, quick, you know, we got this feedback and this is a tip from the listener. Something like that. Um, you can just email Ben at mountainbikeradio.com. If you have any questions for Kelly, it's K-E-L-L-I at apexnutritionllc.com. All right, Kelly, I have a question. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> First of all, I, I uh, is it about Miles the Bronco mascot? No, it's not Miles the Bronco. <laughs> First of all, it was Joe Rogan that I was trying to think of. Um, but the question I have is: so I mentioned Tim Ferriss, and yes. I didn't read the book that he, uh, the Four Hour Diet. I didn't read it yet. I didn't read that either. Okay, but in I there, know him from the Four Hour Work Week mostly. Yes, he has all kinds of stuff going on. Yeah, um, that's the that's where everyone kind of. I guess would, would have found out about him. Right. Um, and, uh, so he always <laughs> talks about his podcast. He always says the, uh, he always mentions it at some point that he does like, a all week he'll do this fasting. Whatever. Uh, I, I don't even care about the fasting, but then there's like, regardless of fasting that like you have a cheat day. Uh huh. Like all day, just, just right. eat natural, you know, don't go like, you know, out of your way to go to, you know, Dunkin' Donuts to get like three dozen donuts and pile it, but just like whatever you wanted, whatever, you know, you, you were thinking, just eat it. Uh huh. Like, is that gonna, can you, can, does that work? Like, can I do that? Like, yeah, if so- I, but, but I guess the question is, let's separate like person who's like a month out from getting to their, race weight as opposed to just being a normal person who doesn't right. want to get fat. Right. So <laughs> a big deal if I'm the normal person who doesn't want to get so fat. We're talking about the mountain biker who's wearing the baggies compared to the guy who has to get into the spandex in, in well, a week. Yeah, race. It, like the normal <laughs> person who has like right. a life, right. you know, yeah, who just doesn't want to gain weight. Yeah. So here's the deal. 
in both situations, I've seen a lot of destruction with full cheat days. But I think that it's not the cheat day. I think it's how you look at it. What you talked about is not a lot of times, especially when people have been in like a dieting mentality for a while, you know, they've had these ups and downs with losing weight and then regaining or something like that. They feel can often feel very like restricted in their foods. So when they hear cheat day, you say, don't go out of your way to have these things. But that's often what happens is it's not just like a normal eating where, oh, I'm not worrying about that there's extra carbs today or something like that. It's, it's no, like I'm loading it on. If it's a loaded on mentality, then it doesn't work. It, it, one day like that can completely sabotage a week's worth of doing a good job. Mm-hmm. Um, Well, I have clients do because often people will want to have like a cheat day on a weekend, right? You build it into whatever you're doing that's fun then. So I I don't love like weighing every day. For one, I think weight um, is highly variable and inaccurate because we're just affected by so many different things that cause us to retain fluid. And, you know, you don't see this until you watch people weigh themselves every single morning and you see all these variables and it's makes people crazy. But, but one thing I do do is have them weigh themselves on Friday morning and Monday morning. And we will, so the reason is, and how this ties in is if someone just weighed themselves, let's say every Friday and they didn't show any weight loss, they'd become frustrated and want to make all these changes. But if I have them weigh on Friday and Monday, oftentimes what we'll see is that during the week they make progress. They lose like their one or two pounds for that week following the plan. And then they completely wreck it over the weekend and start all over. And so by weighing themselves, we can see that that cheat day is enough to make them on the average then not lose any weight. The reason I do cheat meals, and when I say cheat meals, I try to build in what you're talking about, that it's just you not counting, you not worrying, you having a good time but not going out of your way. I actually do put parameters around it for my clients. Like that means that you're going to add in those carbs at night. So if you go have pizza, you're not having to be like, uh, can I have like a crustless pizza with some, uh, you know, <laughs> a, a bowl of pizza sauce without the crust. You don't have to do things like that. You can go out and enjoy pizza with your family. Um, but it doesn't mean that you're going to eat a ton. You're not going to make yourself overly full or something like that. I do two cheat meals because it contains it a little bit better. And I find that it allows people, a lot of times people won't even do the second cheat meal because just Mentally having that free reign to eat things that they want to eat twice a week is enough to lift that restrictive feeling off of them that oftentimes they'll only have one a week anyway. So I, there's different philosophies and it sounds like that works for him. And I know a lot of other people <clears throat> recommend the cheat day. So mine, I just try to contain it a little bit better and do two cheat meals. And I find oftentimes too, people need two different times during their week when they have a little bit more freedom because of whatever whatever's going on socially with them. Yeah. So I am just not, I guess I'm not actively specifically trained for anything at this Mm -hmm. point. Like it's not going to be, you know, I'll do some events at the end of the year, but you know, I just, I am not that type of person that overdoes it. Like if like last night I've been riding, long story, but uh, traveling and stuff. And I've been riding the last couple of days um, and I hadn't been riding for quite a while. Like I had, I actively took some time, like made a point to take some time off. But my point being that I am the type of person, you know what? If I want some M&Ms, I got some m and Like I went to the store cause I mm-hmm. had to get some food to eat and stuff. And I got some, got some M&Ms. I ate them. Like I ate some out of the bag and I had a beer. 
<laughs> right. But then I also well, bought carrots and some oranges and like, and I bought some bread and like, I'm, that's my carbohydrate for the thing. It's a little, right. So well, my point is I'm just not that like it's food is just not a big deal to me. Right. Well, and there's a difference too between someone who's trying to lose weight and someone who's just trying to maintain their weight. I mean, just mathematically for someone who's trying to lose fat, like they have to have a calorie deficit, right? Yeah. And that, you know, three to 500 calories or whatever we're doing. And I don't emphasize calories, but I build meal plans still around those numbers. Oh, right, right. But I don't have my clients like counting calories. No, but, but you have to have something that, to go off of. Right. That 500 calorie difference is the difference of you who just, just maintaining your weight, let's say, eating a bag of M&Ms and, you know, a few slices of bread. So it's a huge difference because that deficit causes someone to have to be stricter. And talking about race weight, that is the deal. When someone... Right truly wants to be like let's say you're six foot and you want to be 145 you know like when this is what people come to me with they want to have this you know high strength to weight ratio for the on season they they that means following this and for some it means even not having cheat meals it means not having beer some people forgo beer even though they love it for months because they want to mean get to this race weight and so it's that deficit yeah that my head is like for what What me too racing again like you're and, not winning anything. <laughs> the belt like, buckle. That's another whole other show is like perspective here. I mean, it is. And really. you know, I, the thing for me though, is like, if that's their goal and what, what I see too, is that people are going to try with or without me. So my job is to make them healthy and strong. Cause right. what happens no, most I, of the time is they totally lose all their strength and overtrain and feel like totally crap. sabotaging your, your, my business, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's but I'm the trying truth. to, I'm trying to make people think maybe they get angry at it, I guess, but whatever. I don't, I mean, it just feels to me like you're, you know, you're climbing this ladder, but the ladder you're climbing is like next to the one you should be climbing. It, it's yeah. You there's know, the, like that life is like, you're yeah. skipping a couple chicken wings because you're scared you're going to lose some weight because that, you know, that mm-hmm. race at the end of May, you're going to lose, you know. Right. If you're scared those two chicken wings are going to lose you 10 seconds and going to drop you from 15th to 18th in your local, you know, race, like, man. It's, yeah, it's, and that's why, like, when someone starts to work with me, we lay out priorities and we lay out goals and then we talk through them and I tell them whether or not, and so one of the, okay, so you yeah, know, like, so you know where you lay in that scale of like. Right. And I tell you, you know, cause it, Sometimes people will compare, like I've actually with all my clients, so, you know, I email, I do this coaching. Um, I've actually started to tell them all what I eat every, you know, like what I'm eating and what my training is. Um, Cause you know, I don't meet these people. And so a lot of them have said that they love it cause it makes me like a real person rather than like, you know, someone just at their computer. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the funny thing is, is sometimes I have a hard time with it cause I'm not actively like I'm at the way I want to be at. So there's a difference. And, um, I still eat in a health, I still mostly eat how I tell them to eat, to maintain. Um, but I don't have, I don't have that edge on me either. Gotcha. All right. Um, so, but, yeah. Oh, so we're going to wrap this up. My, I have another question. Yes. What are you showing up to the party with? <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So my. Are you bringing kale chips? I'm bringing jalapeno poppers. Mmm. So, that's a vegetable. <laughs> So like with cheese and fried and stuff or what? With cheese and bacon, like those bacon wrapped ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, the, the thing is, is okay. So I'll probably, it's at my house, I think. So 
my husband wants to make prime rib, which I'm so excited about because then I don't have to cook because I'm the one who's like into this game, right? My husband's a big 49ers yeah, fan. So you don't so. want to be like spending all the time. Oh, no, I can't. Oh, I can't handle that. Okay. So, so basically I can make my stuff ahead of time. I'm going to do jalapeno poppers. I'm going to do relish plates. The funny thing about relish plates too is like they're gone. People eat them up like. Uh, yeah, caught crazy. Um, so, so it's just like celery, carrots, tomatoes. Yeah, like tomatoes kind of with the ranch in the middle or whatever. You yeah. know, um, yeah, I'll buy that one because again, I'm trying not to Being have to supers. do anything. <laughs> or Costco, depending or on how Costco, many people yes. show. Right. Actually, I'm keeping the party small too because I'm focused. Gotcha. <laughs> oh, <geez>. um, yeah, <laughs> the Broncos. You know, the need me, Ben. <laughs> yeah, is that okay? And then you know something to that too. Is that something where maybe people could consider like you know, coming up with a theme or something and just saying, Hey guys, like, or, or when people ask what to bring, tell them specifically, like, you know, go get this type of vegetable or something. Cause I, I don't know. Is that something or is that just lame too? Is that like showing up with kale chips? <laughs> if I tell them what to bring? Well, you know, if somebody asks you like, Hey Kelly, we're coming over. Yeah. Like, what should I bring? And you say, Hey, go get some carrots. Is that lame? No, so that's the thing is, and like on the tip, I say that you should you should bring something that you can kind of fall back on like that. Okay. Um, no, I tell people I'm I'm kind of laid back about parties. I tell people bring an appetizer, um, or bring a main like bring something like that. You're you're caught. And if I get doubles or whatever, I don't care. Right. I'm not that picky. Um, and then your kids are in the corner like stuffing cake in their face. <laughs> oh gosh, my kids. Like I've said before, my husband is like the great balance of me, especially with food. Mm-hmm. Like my kids get lots of goodies um yeah i'll have um i'll, I'll definitely have like because i like green tea so i'll have a like a green tea i'll have water maybe that is my kale chips see i am a dork after all um but i'll also have drinks so yeah that's uh, our party there'll be chips and, and salsa i i know i know Sheesh. <laughs> yeah i won't go to that right now all right listeners <laughs> How to you like Kelly? Yeah, if you have any ideas, or maybe you're just pissed at me for like, maybe you are like going down the race weight and you're in that situation. (laughs) You're eating kale chips right now. Yeah, and you're angry at me. That's fine. Uh, Just shoot me an email. Let me know how angry you are. Burn that stuff off on the rollers. Burn it off. Get angry. Or just go outside and freeze. You could do that too. Like, isn't that (laughs) cold therapy too? You can just, doesn't that help burn like brown fat or something? It, you know, I always feel like some of those things, though, are a wash. Like they don't they, – they, I've said this before. Oxidizing fat during a specific workout is different than actually losing fat overall. Yeah. Like your body has homeostasis mechanisms, right, where it tries to get back to where it was. And so those little little things that oxidize more, I don't think work out in the, in the long run. Yeah. So don't eat so much. Just moderate, <laughs> man. Don't eat. Just show up. Don't show up hungry. Like yeah. don't show up starving, maybe work out in the morning, do whatever like that. You know, as far as working out, just do something that day before you show up and be active, yeah. enjoy the party and have your meals there. There you go. Thumbs right. down. To- there you go. There you, you go. Any questions for Kelly, K-E-L-L-I at Apex Nutrition LLC.com. And don't forget Mountain Bike Radio on Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram. And those are the three big ones. So that's it. Thank you for listening. And that'll do it. And we look forward to, uh, like I said, this is obviously you probably heard the other one. This is the second of two. And we'll be back in a couple weeks with another episode. So until then, enjoy. And we'll talk to you then. Thank you. 
See ya.